What's going on, motherfuckers? This is What's the Deal. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's Thursday, March 28, 2019. Let's do a shout out to our sponsors here Weber Chassis, Slang Speed and Performance, and Dirksen Motorsports. Alright, so we're going to get right into this. This first episode of the new podcast, What's the Deal? This is your host, John Forbes. Alright, so we're going to get right into this. We're going to start maybe a little about me. So, a little about me. Um, I guess I grew up in a small town here, St. Thomas. Drag racing was kind of a big deal. Young kids, we were out there at the track all the time. And um, I guess everything's just kind of progressed into what it is now. I mean, um, got a little bit older, street outlaws came on, stuff like that. You know, it was kind of a big deal. Pretty well, I'd say, around the world for drag racing. I mean, it brought a lot of new blood to the track and stuff like that. And basically, here we are now. So I started out as a young kid. I'm uh, 24 today, uh, I'm Carpenter, young dad here, got a little daughter, um, but big things are happening, drag racing's really coming back in Canada, that's that's kind of one of my main priorities here, I run a page, Pro Street 519, and we got some cool stuff going on this year especially, um, it's kind of crazy, ever since starting watching the Street Outlaw show, to now, now, this young punk kid, me, who started out watching this show, that talked a lot of shit on people, and people talked shit back on me. Um, we're going to Memphis, though, now. Um, the Ontario Street Outlaws, they went out there to Oklahoma last year, and it was embarrassing, man. They they brought, like, 800 horsepower to maybe, at max, I mean, K- Killer Coley is the fastest car out there. He made a good pass. I don't know what he's making, maybe... 1500 I, I'm not sure but anyway so they went out and fuck it it was a blowout it, it was a shit show there's a lot of backlash people talk shit and you know you see a lot of shit all over pages on Facebook and stuff like that about Canada's got nothing and stuff like that but um being such a big fanboy way back in the day before these shows ever even came on TV I had had people like Dennis Bailey uh Brian Britt Kenneth Gully all these guys I had them on Facebook already so I had been talking to these guys forever, and um, even when those Ontario Street Outlaws went down to Oklahoma there, I caused a bit of controversy, because I messaged a few people down there, um, and maybe it was kind of a dick part on my move, I, I don't know, I, I've grown up a lot since then, but I messaged some people down there, and I told them, like, you know, you guys don't really have the right guys, um, said, you know, how do you have a street race without people like Mike Graham or Michael Pavlov? Like, these are the heavy hitters from Ontario. So they're pretty pissed off about that. I mean, I, I heard there were some words down there in Oklahoma. Chief had asked who I was and kind of asked about it. Um, I talked to Derek Travis a lot, too, Silver Unit down there in Oklahoma. And, um, you know, I, I don't really have anything bad to say about those guys, but you go down, it's a big deal for Canada, you know, this is a big deal for us all, and, I mean, you go down there and it's kind of a shit show, so so now, flash forward to the future now, we're going to Memphis, I talked to Dennis Bailey, got it all booked through Pam, the lady who does all the booking for uh, Street Outlaw, so we're going down July 19th. Now, if you look at our team compared to their team, like, they brought down people like John Reed and shit like that. These guys, you know, I, I don't really get along with them. There, There is some really good people over there, and um, I, I think the most important thing, and you know what, I've been guilty of it being immature and stuff like that, too, but the the race promoters and all those type of people who, who love racing, we have to come together because the tracks are shutting down. 
less people are coming to the tracks and one day it's not going to be there for our kids. And we bicker and fight over all this different shit and at the end of the day, racing's racing. If it gets people to the track, it gets people to the track and that's good for racing, right? So I kind of got off track there, but if you flash forward to our team, like we got big names coming, man. We got uh, Michael Pavlov, Jake Blaine, Tom Smith. Uh, I struggle with this guy's name, but John, I think it's Vantresca. Not exactly sure how you say it in the Portuguese pumpkin, but um, you know, I, I don't think we have a car coming that's less than, I think, 1,500 horse at least. Um, Maybe being a nitrous deal, big, big block with a few kits on it and stuff like that. But, like, we're bringing fast cars, and this means a lot to me. I mean, if these guys would have extended the offer and all we had was 800 horsepower, I would have respectfully declined because, I mean, yeah, that maybe that would have been good for my ego going down. But at the same time, that's not good for the racers. We want to change the landscape of racing in Ontario. We want to go out there. We want to beat these guys put on a real good deal and get some good attention for racing here in Ontario and kind of bring some stuff back. Who knows? Like, whoa, we're not out here chasing the camera. We're not out here. I'm not trying to make my page any bigger or anything like that. It's it's purely about going out there. We want to beat them the way that they do it. We want to put on a good show. And we're bringing out the right caliber of cars to go out and play with these guys or beat them. So we're going down. It's going to be a good deal. We're going to bet some good money and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, it's kind of crazy growing up, kind of being a young punk kid. Yeah, you know, I did do a lot of stupid shit. I talk shit on a lot of people. But growing up, and as big as this thing's got today, where um, growing up, it seemed like the car scene was pretty big around where I was. You went out to the track. There's lots of people out there running. But back then... um. It's it's crazy how much the drag racing has evolved. I mean, when I went down to the track as a kid, if you seen some guy in his Camaro running a low 12-second pass, that motherfucker was on one, right? Like, uh, Or you go out, maybe you see somebody running 10s, and he's running a big, big block Dodge or something. You know, those old-school guys. No replacement for displacement. They just got big motors, fucking... You know, that that was a fast car, but, but now the shit is so crazy. The fact that you can go, you can go to the junkyard and you can get yourself a fucking, an LS motor. It comes stock, forged internal. You can go grab a fucking ARP kit, throw some rod bolts in, head studs, you know, little fucking poor man poured on the head and some new gasket. You can let that motherfucker eat with some Chinese turbos and you can have an eight second ride. Who knows? You can really spend some money, push that thing into the sevens. It's crazy. I see him do this shit with four eights, five threes. It's just insane. But anyways, how the racing's evolved is it's just crazy. Like, um, it doesn't seem like that long ago. Like, if if you had a ten second car and you went to the track, like you're the fucking man. People talked about you, and you know, like word went around that you you know Joe has a fucking fast Mustang. The thing does a wheelie and runs tens. But now it's like you come out with a car like that, fuck, um, I, I have a buddy with the new Demon, right? Like a car like that, it's supposed to run out of the box 960. Um, I don't really think they do that, maybe on a good day with good air and stuff like that. But he took me for a ride in the Hellcat, and um, I, I was pretty surprised because for such a big car, um, I, I mean, it's, it's supposed to run fast. They say that it's supposed to run fast. I'm not sure on the quarter-mile time for that car, but... That car pulled like a motherfucker. He, you can really feel the horsepower in that big car. And we ran low 11 stick shift car. And 
Dude, it, it was fucking fun, man. It's a good car. Dustin Stewart, he's a good buddy. Um, good guy, too, if you need rims and stuff like that. Um, I'm not sure if he does tires, too, but um, he's always been a big Dodge guy. Good guy out there. But um, anyways, back to the race promoters and stuff like that. Like, I have buddies... Um, you know, like uh, Ian Hill, he runs the Ontario Grudge Horse. I wouldn't exactly say buddies. I don't really know the guy, but we exchanged messages. Um, that That's awesome that this guy came out. You know, he's he's putting on small tire races, fucking big payouts and stuff like that. It's shitty because this uh, Memphis Street Outlaws deal that we have coming up, um, it's such a big race, right? People want to be on TV and shit like that, but... um originally i got the date and they wanted us to go down in two uh two weeks march 30th that was a few weeks ago that they told me that and basically we we have a b whole bunch of people with motors not even in their car i mean tom smith i heard he's not going to have a motor in his car until uh next month sometime and everybody needs time to test because um although i talked a lot of shit on the ontario street outlaws i totally understand now when they get a call and they say you know you guys got to be there next month. You guys need 10 fast cars. Put them together. Um, I, I totally understand making sure everybody's motors are okay. Like a month isn't a lot of time when you're talking about blue-collared racers. Um, going out to race people with, you know, $100,000, $200,000 race cars. Like you're talking uh, John Reed race Ryan Martin. Um, and, you know, he jumped the light and fucking Ryan Martin drove around him like he was tied to a stump. But, I mean, you go out to race a caliber of car like that, fuck you, you need a big tire. You need lots of horsepower. And I understand, like they said, um, you know, if you're offered the opportunity, of course you would take it. Fuck, you want to go out and race with these guys. Like, um, as much as you don't want to fanboy out about these guys, fucking, it, it, it's a big deal what they've done with racing, right? I mean, everybody can talk shit. They're street outlaws, this and that. They go on the street because they don't have a fast car, but all these people that talk shit too, they're not driving shit. They're not pit crewing on people with fast shit that actually win shit. They watch this shit on TV, and just because Murder Nova goes out and the guy can only run maybe 420s on radials, I have no idea what that is now. With the new car, I'm sure it's fast, but I, I, I think back in the day, I remembered I'm running like a 428 or something like that, but... um. Like, I mean, uh, fuck, a pass like that is fucking moving. The guy's had the car forever. That old, old Murder Nova is shaking like a motherfucker. I mean, fuck, if you have anything, if you're running tens or faster even in the quarter, I notice some people that ain't really shit, but that, fuck that, that. That's pretty cool, man, especially if you built that car. But I'm um, like, like I said, racing's just evolved so much that, um,. Fuck, 10-second car, 9-second car, like, it's it's not really much, and it's crazy how fast these guys come out with a Fox body, with a little bit of chassis work, an LS motor stuck in the thing, and a pair of Chinese turbos, and then, you know, obviously, you build a rear end, start getting a little bit of chassis work and suspension, and you're coming out with a car, I mean, you go pick up that LS for 500 bucks, stick a $2,000 turbo kit in it, Go get yourself, like, a cam intake and all the little small stuff. It does start to add up, but fuck Fox Body Mustang. You find caged rollers, you know, 2500 bucks for something not that special, but it's got a cage, you know, it'll probably get you into the 850s or something like that. You're coming out with deals for under 10000 that are fucking running in the 8 seconds, right? 
And I mean, a car like that is, it's cooking, but it's unfortunate that you see these guys on TV. You want to go out and run with these guys, but it's fucked. They're coming out with Pat Musi motors. They're coming out with Morgan and Son big blocks. Fucking, you, you know, like back in the day, if you had a 600-inch cubic big block. Sorry, lighting the smoke here. But if you had a 600-cubic-inch big block back in the day, God damn, that motherfucker was a big motor. You know, you, you probably weren't even running nitrous on that motherfucker and you were running nines or something in your Nova. You know, everybody thought you were the man, but now it's like, fuck, is 632. You come out with two kits and that's cooking, but it's not like, you can't go out to these events and run with people. Like, fucking, uh, I was just watching the Sweet 16 race this, this week, right? Like, you go out and run on fucking radials, I think somebody just ran 360s, or maybe they broke into the 350s, but goddamn, you, you, you're coming out, blue-collar workers, they don't have that type of money to um, come out and fucking make a 380 pass to be competitive in a certain class, or something like that, or come out with a full chassis car to run a 275, or something like that, like it's just it's crazy it's it's cool because it seems like once somebody's done it like like nobody said that they could get the nitrous car going that fast then stevie jackson comes in and he tunes that fucking pat moosey motor and he gets it done proves the world wrong but now that that's done like it's people are just chasing the next thing so now we're going 350s on a fucking nitrous motor well where do you want to take this shit with a door car Cause I mean, these people, it's not like they're going to come down eventually running 350 flat and they're going to say, all right, we don't want to work this hard. We're going to go back to running, you know, 380s comfortable or something like that, not leaning on our shit so much. Uh, that That's the only thing I find a little bit crazy. So what we do, like I told you guys, we're on the street, Pro Street 519. Sorry, I've spoken here too, but... um. We're trying to cater to what the local racers want. In Canada here, we have a ton of small tire guys, and I like that Ian Hill's doing that too. I think small tire racing is the way of the future in Canada. Um, I, I am a big fan of the no prep stuff, though. No prep, I think, is really cool, but the bad thing about no prep is it's super fun to watch. It's horrible watching people tear up their shit. You don't want to watch anybody fucking tear up their shit. You know, you come out with the car, blue-collar guy built, he's got 40000 in the car. You know, to some people, you know, f fuck, it might not be that crazy to him. That guy, man, that's fucking, that's his whole life in that car right there. You wad that shit up, and I think the problem with some of this shit, like no prep kings, too. That, like, it's a cool deal. I like watching that shit. But at the same time, you come out, I think Chief has said this before, you might have a no-prep deal that's $40,000 to win. Where you come out 32 cars and only one guy's walking away with that. Everybody else leaned on their shit for the whole day, broke their fucking shit, two guys wadded up their cars and get to go home with nothing and rebuild. That's the thing that I don't like about it. But at the same time, it makes for a cool race. Now, I really like... um. The street racing deal is the coolest around here. There's lots of street racing. You know, you go Windsor Way, come around St. Thomas too. I know lots of guys that'll go street racing. Just the problem is it's competitive people that'll street race. People that'll take their 1,800 horsepower car, even 1,200 horsepower car, and go down the road. It's getting more popular now because of the street outlaw stuff. But, I mean, 
besides that, there's not a ton of people going down the road with that power. I mean, Michael Pavlov, those guys, lots of guys in Windsor, they're out there wheeling down fucking big horsepower cars down the road, getting it done with fucking balls they need a wheelbarrow to carry around. But it's hard. Like uh, like I said, we're putting on this small tire deal. So what it is, is 28.10.5 USA versus Canada. Because I make the trip every year. I go down to Cots and I was talking to Heyo Steve this year, Jake Blaine, and um, Heyo Steve, what a great guy. God, he hooked me up with a whole shitload of gear for a really good price so I can represent that in Canada. Super good people down there. I was talking to Jake Blaine for a long time too, just about drag racing and kind of little bit of the fuckery that goes on, right? Like, you want to support the right people, but at the same time, you want to support everybody because you want it to grow huge. But but the hard the hard thing is, like, what we're putting on this deal, it's a 6T car field, $250 buy-in. That's 100% payout. We don't want to fucking keep a thing. It's, a, it's about the racers, right? So 16 card field, 250 bucks. That's $4,000 payout. The problem is when tracks don't want to help and tracks don't want to pitch in a 1000 bucks when you're bringing a fucking 40-car gate and a bunch of people coming from Chicago, Ohio, wherever, it's a, it's a fucking piss-off, right? Like, it's hard. I understand the shops. Um, our, our, our sponsors are great. Weber Chassis is doing the chassis for our race this time. Ron Lang, he usually always pitches in... Um, like uh, carburetor certificates for uh, rebuilds and shit like that. He, he's the best guy around. Um, Dirksen Motorsport, another great guy too. Um, he's got a ch- uh, uh, dyno. He, he fucking builds everything, builds great pro- projects, owns a transmission shop in Sarnia, Ontario here. He's, he's a really good guy to go, go to and a good friend of mine. Sorry, I almost done this, smoke, folks. Um, so where was I here? So the problem is when you start to put on these races, you know, well, we're going for a $5,000 deal. Right now we got a $4,000 payout. I haven't heard back from the track because uh, the owner of St. Thomas Raceway, um, he's sick or something happened to him. I've seen some stuff on Facebook that he's in the hospital and he's out now, but he's doing okay. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on, so I'm not, I'm not pushing that issue too, too much. Although we need the date locked in, but this race, like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be a grudge style race. Twenty eight, ten five, no W. It's gonna be a no prep race. But what we're gonna do is, we're not gonna scrap the track or scrape the track or anything like that. Friday night they do no prep. They they don't prep the trap track. They don't scrape it or nothing like that. So Saturday we're gonna come out. Jace not gonna touch the track. We're going to do water burnout only. There's going to be no fucking glue sprayed down on the surface. So I imagine after a few passes, it will still get decently sticky, but it's not going to be... It's going to be a good equalizer because people coming to... Like, if you're coming and you got a 1,400-horsepower motor, a 1,200-horsepower LS on a decent tire, you know... Well, I guess you have no choice. you got to run the small tire. But if it gets down on that small tire, I mean... It's like going to this Memphis race. A lot of people hop on and, you know, they want to know who's got the big horsepower, who's coming. Well, to be honest, that doesn't really fucking matter because, you know, you you might have a 496 car or something like that that makes like 1,400 horse on two kits on a big tire, and that motherfucker might go straight down that asphalt road and beat whoever. But you you could come out... um, 
you know, a, a few of the other guys with big power, you know, coming out 2,500 horsepower, twin turbo deals, well, whatever they're making, fucking, those guys could come out, they got a decent sized tire, but then, to sit there and fuck with that motor that makes all that power, to take all that fucking power out of the motor, to try and get down the road, you, you're just fighting the car so much, right, so it's, it's kind of touchy, and like I said, so many people in Ontario that they're running small tires, so we're dipping into some of the Quebec guys because, um, like I said, if they approached me with this deal and we didn't have the right cars to do it, I would respectfully decline because it's it's not about chasing the cameras. It's about having an honest race, you know, coming down, representing Canada well, bringing some money, not fucking going out there with... um. John Reed, fuck man, that guy, I, I don't want to keep plugging him in this podcast here, but um, that guy, man, he's commented on my pages, said stupid shit, I, I mean, um, it, it feels now going from the young punk kid that talks shit to now we're going to Memphis, um, I'm reporting on shit, I got a podcast doing interviews with people, we're setting up some shit, I'm hoping maybe later this week we can get Jake Blaine or um, Hey Yo Steve, somebody like that maybe on a live feed and we can talk about some shit, maybe the USA versus Canada race. But um, anyways, that, that guy used to talk so much shit to me after, um, I guess I started it with the whole shit talking when they went to Oklahoma. But like I said, that guy, like around here in Southern Ontario, you, you might go to your local track and that guy might be running like an 870, 860 quarter mile pass fucking turned up on a small tire. I'm not talking shit because... I I I don't have a car. I, I've had shit and I've drove shit around and I've had lots of projects. You know, life happens. I'm young, got a house and shit like that. Family shit's got to come first. But when you come out with the motherfucking 5.3, that's all stock internal. She got some fucking Chinese choo-choo on it, stock intake with some fucking sloppy cam in it and whatever. And you're coming out looking like a fucking Frankenstein trying to race fucking Ryan Martin like... It makes us look dumb, man. Like, like I, I don't know what else to say. Like, like I, I, I'm not talking shit. You, I, I don't even know you. Yeah, I've heard good things about you. I've heard you're a good guy from Buddy's Dan Patrick, shit like that. I, yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things about you. But at the same time, to come out like this, you make all these videos talking shit, come out, jump the light, and then he fucking drives around you and puts car lengths on you like you're tied to a stump. It makes us look fucking stupid. Killer Cole went out there and Killer Cole made a fucking pass. If Chief manned up and he put small tires on that car like he was supposed to, Killer Cole would have fucking drove around Chief. Killer Cole would have shocked the world and that would have been fucking amazing. But it's not about, like to me, I guess my biggest deal with those Ontario Street Outlaws is they made it all about their deal. Like, like I run my page Pro Street 519. None of these guys are my fucking racers. We We don't have lists. We don't have none of that shit. It's people race it's about helping the racers let's put some cool races together let's fucking get them out let's listen to them what what do they want do they want small tire nitrous small block stuff what the fuck do they want do they just like grudge racing you know get everybody out put them on a no prep surface see what the fuck happens that's what i'm here to do and when you make it all about your group and you bring you know fuck it we're only bringing ontario street outlaws you know we talked to jeff lutz at fucking Motorama in Toronto, and he's seen the Blue Brute and all these fucking cars, and same with that truck, that race farm truck, like, that guy, that guy seems like a nice guy, he, you know, I, I don't know much about him, you, you know, he's got a really cool truck, I fucking dig that truck, 
I've talked to lots of people. How the fuck do you got a 632 cubic inch motor on two kits and the fucking truck runs like nine seconds? What the fuck is that? You go out and race farm truck. That old fucking heavy ass motherfucker there. The fuck is that truck running? Because that truck fucking half tracked that truck. And it's like like we want to bring out uh, Chris. Yeah, I, I mistake this guy's last name all the time. Chris Cordova or Cordova, something like that. Um, He drives that um, S10 or Sonoma or whatever, the nitrous big block deal. Like, if we were going to Oklahoma 100%, that would be the guy that we're bringing. You know, a guy with a 1,500-horsepower deal with a tire. I, I know um, the truck buddy brought from Ontario Street Outlaws. It was cool because it's period correct. It was all real steel and shit like that. You know, fucking, you guys can nerd out and jerk each other off. I I don't care. It's it's about the race. It's about coming down, putting them back on the trailer, showing the world Canada's fucking got something. We didn't come out here chasing cameras so we can fucking sell merch, make our page bigger, make our group better, only bring down our guys. Like I said, none of these fucking guys are my racers. These guys are all, they're just collectively the baddest fucking racers who are going to get down the surface. We got lucky. We got like three months of time to get out to the race. So we got lucky. Everybody's going to be able to test. We got a lot more time than them. So like I said, I I, I don't want to sit here talking shit on this group of people because all racing's good racing for drag racing, right? These guys put on good events, you know, they have lists, people like it, they come out. It's it, it's better for the sport, and that's what we need. But that's been my own deal there. Besides that, you, you know, they kicked me off the page and shit like that because I talked shit when they went down there to those guys. But um, I, I still share the races. So, like, like, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, like I, I, I share the racers, it's about the, or sorry, I share the races, it's, it's about the race to me. Sorry, I'd take a drink there. But that's been my whole deal with these people, this, um, you, you come out, you get the opportunity of a lifetime, you're going to Oklahoma. I, I, like, when I talked to the Memphis people, the Memphis people said, we don't want people that have been on the Oklahoma show. So I don't know if that ruins our chance to go back to Oklahoma, but at the same time, like, they came out fucking wearing American socks. You, you know, farm truck beat that truck with an American flag fucking half tracking it. Not talking shit on the guys that went. You, you guys fucking packed up and you guys went down to Oklahoma while I sat here on my keyboard. You know, I, I totally understand that. You, you guys will sit here and you'll jump on me and say, you know, you don't have a car, you're talking shit, this and that. Well maybe that's where you get the most honest opinion from a guy he doesn't have a car he's just putting on races because he wants to help the racers like um we put on our grudge wars race last year we would have loved if the ontario street outlaws or those guys if they would have done a joint thing we did it to raise money for saint thomas raceway but it's like people like to pick and choose make friends with only certain tracks like that fucking track needs help. We raced like five five grand. We had a good gate. We had fast cars. Uh, Ron Charlton out there uh, when he still had the Pinto before, unfortunately, he crashed it. Thank God he's okay. Um, but he's back out, and I think he calls it the Porcelain Pony, Fox Body Mustang, uh, Turbo LS deal. I think it's a big single turbo. But um, anyways, those guys were out there, uh, fucking Michael Pavlov came out with Mike Graham and those guys, whole bunch of guys, like, uh, we did it as an arm drop deal, fucking, you know, we, we like to run our races, uh, 
nice and simple. I, I, I think classes get fucked up with too many rules, right? So we come out, if it's eighth mile or quarter mile, you, you know, we'll be fucking... That, that race was an arm drop because we want to try that out. But this race coming up, the USA versus America, like it's an eighth mile, pro tree, water burnout, you cross, you loose, you jump, you loose, first is always worse. Let's keep it nice and fucking easy. We, we all know what a real car is. We know what a pro mod is. So I put rules on it that... Uh, steel roof and quarters, and you have to have stock wheelbase within three inches, just because you know fucking anything within three inches, it's not pro mod, that'd be like six inches or better, right, so fucking, that's a good deal, get these guys out, you know, it's a $5,000 race, it's hard to get big races up in Ontario, though, like I'm, uh, I'm a younger guy here, I, I can't put thousands of dollars of my own money up on the line, you know, I got my own shit going on, little kid, you know, we're trying to move out of our house here, um, but that, to me, that's the deal with the Ontario Street Outlaws, nothing bad about those guys, they're all good people, thank you guys for what you do with racing and stuff like that, but as far as taking the opportunity there, you, you know, I'm going to stick with what I said and say, you know, I, I think you guys just went out and you guys really wanted the TV deal, and you wanted to go out there and race with the guys that you love, and, you know, people shit on you, and I, I don't think there's anything gay say, saying about that. I, I grew up young kid, you know, I, I think the show came on at 17. Us geeked right out, fanboy, that that's the fucking coolest sh shit ever. We all had it, uncles and shit with El Caminos and shit like that, or fucking a neighbor that you'd see him wrenching in the fucking garage on a Chevelle with a big block or something. You'd see him going down the street fucking peeling tires. That shit's cool, and they brought it out to the street, and these guys were real guys, blue-collar guys, working, fucking building cool cars, and I, I, that's fucking awesome. Like, I look back on season one, two, three, even four, like, <coughs> back then you could have came out with an average deal, blue-collar guy, and you could have went out and beat those guys, but at the same time, you can't hate on those guys. They've had, what, what 11 seasons now? Obviously, sponsors and shit like that help them out. I think people think that they get paid a shitload of money from the show. I think you'd be surprised. I don't know, but I, I really don't think that they make a ton from the show, but I think they get a ton of support from um, different people, right? Like Precision, shit like that. They're always doing media stuff from, you know, they go to races and shit. So I'm sure they get lots of help with their cars and shit like that, but anybody who really races and has a high-caliber car, you know what the fuck it costs to trailer your car out to go to a race fill it up with fuel, maintenance on the car, you know, you only get so many passes out of a motor, fuck, if you're a nitrous guy, you got fucking FedEx and UPS following you around, trying to fucking throw pistons at you all the time, like, it's, it, it's a big deal, right, so people talk all this shit, and fucking, you know, they're this and that, they make all this money and stuff like that, I, I, I think you'd be surprised, I mean, I, I, I don't really know. I, I don't know how a ton of this stuff works. We, we haven't got, like, any paperwork yet for the show, but um, we're booked in for July 19th, and like I said, we're going down. I think we got to send over all of our licenses and shit like that and get it cleared, but it's it's not about the TV. It's not about, you know, making anything or fucking coming out of this or being rich and shit like that. You want to drive the car down the fucking track with those screaming fans and you want to be remembered for something, right? You want to line up with people that love this shit just as much as you that you could fucking die beside down that track and you'd be okay with that. Uh, and that's another pet peeve that I have too. 
about the way that the media portrays this shit. Now listen, if I got some old fucking Camaro that I built, and you know, I'm running eight seconds on the street, and I'm going out kicking people's ass, you know, racing for a few bucks, and I'm doing what I love, that's what the fuck I love, and that's what the fuck I want to do with my life. So if you come out here, and I crash my car, and I hurt myself, and I fucking die, and you put it all over the news, you know, it's so tragic and shit like that, I shouldn't have been doing it, and whatever, I got a family... Well, motherfucker, when I tuck my baby in at night and I go out and I hop in that car and we go down and we find a quiet spot and I fucking race somebody, I'm doing the thing that I want to do more than anything else in the world. You know, besides family shit and stuff like that, you want to be a dad, shit like that, all, all that stuff, obviously, super important. Just lighting a smoke here. But from that, it's crazy. You, you can't fucking, when something like that happens, you can't post up that, you, you know, it, it is really tragic. It's fucking horrible to lose anybody. I mean, safety should be the number one priority going out there. A car that's going to save your life. People that are going to be smart, you know, make sure um, people aren't stupid ahead of the line. Nobody gets hit, you know, that the road's safe and shit like that. All that stuff's super important. But you fucking, you, you can't come out and say... You, you, you know, you, you can't shit on everything that this guy did. It's a fucking street racer and coming out or crashing at the track, you know. It's so, the guy was doing what he fucking loved. He was letting his fucking balls hang against whoever was in the next lane, and he didn't want to fucking lift, right? But, like, I mean, if I was going to go out like that, I, I wouldn't want anybody to fucking say that shit about me. I wouldn't want people to say, you know... It's horrible, he left all these people behind and shit like that, yeah, you know, I, I know I didn't, I'm selfish for racing, but at the same time, you can't fucking throw me under the bus like that, and you can't fucking come out here and make this deal that, you know, good people are dying every day street racing and shit like that, those motherfuckers are gambling, just like going to fucking Chinatown, throwing money down on the fucking blackjack or something like that, you know, shit happens when you go out, right? If I'm going out, I want to go out doing what the fuck I love, and I don't want people talking shit about that and trying to bring racing down. You know, I I, I would die a bad motherfucker. I, I would die doing what I love, not fucking... You know, I, I think you guys get me here. So that, that that's what I think about that deal. Like I said, again, we're going to Memphis here. It's going to be a big deal. As of right now... I don't know exactly all 10 people that are going, but like I said, we got uh, Jake Blaine. He went down there. Um, I can't really say what happened when he went down there before because the episode's not on yet, but that'll be coming up. He let his balls hang down there, and he did good. He's been down there testing, so I think that's going to be a giant asset to us. When you have a guy like that that's been down there, he's tested, he's raced, he's smart, You know, he knows what the fuck he's doing. We have him, we have Michael Pavlov, another guy, huge horsepower, he's going down, he's leading us, um, super smart guy, he'll get that car down the road, it's, uh, I think it's an SN95, I'm pretty sure, I had the same cage Mustang like that, nowhere near, obviously, the quality of that guy's stuff, but, um, you know, that that's a giant single turbo deal, grudge car, fast as fuck, we got a lot of people, John Smith, that's twin turbo car, just like Birdman, F-Body, uh, fucking... I think it's Firebird or Camaro. Obviously, the cars look the same in, in those years. But uh, that, that guy's coming out. John's coming out. Um, 
Giordano, that guy, he I, he just built that Mustang. Fox body Mustang, bigger tire, big ass twin turbo fucking motor, big big power deal. Now I, I I've heard some other shit about other people coming, but it's um, you know everybody can't cross the border. A lot of people have just built shit and it's not done or it's not tested, so. I don't know, man. It's it, it's hard to go down to a place like that where um, it's such high caliber cars. Going down racing somebody like uh, Dennis Bailey, that guy's always commenting on our shit, talking about the grill is ready to eat. And um, sorry, I've just spoken here, but uh, I believe that guy. They they got their shit set up. They got real big tires. A lot of these guys are running big blocks, two stages of nitrous, and um. I think that's exactly how you want to get your shit down the road. If you got a 632 on two kits and you're and, and you're leafing on a progressor or how, however much nitrous and you got a fucking scramble button on the steering wheel for three or four hundred fucking horsepower, they're getting down the road. They're getting off the line, all motor launching hard with the nitrous coming in. It's fucking smacking hard. And then if you're spinning, they don't even need to hit their other kit because they're around you. But, but if you're making a good lick, I mean, they have that scramble button right there to outpower you if you can't bring in the boost or or whatever. So I, I know that guy's going to be fast. Um, I'm really hoping Michael Pavlov, I'm hoping he hops on Mustang Mike, Mustang on Mustang action. I'm just praying, you know, everything comes together. Everybody's safe. Everybody has a fun time. And, um... Like I said, I, I'm not trying to step on Ian Hill's deal. Um, I feel bad that they gave us that date, and that's uh, the same weekend as Ontario Grudge Wars, big $15,000 race. Um, Fucking bad with names. I think we're going to lose uh, Wajidi or Waji. Sorry, I can't say his name. It's uh, W-A-J-D-K-Y. But uh, he went out to the Oklahoma deal there with the Ontario Street Outlaws and he brought out the uh twin turbo Cobra mod motor and race chucks that that really didn't go well I mean he he got fucking he got put out two cars and he got passed by the time he was fucking letting off the trans brake uh not talking shit but that guy you know he didn't have a lot of time to come out that deal comes up quick they fucking want you out there and you you have to race them you you know what I mean they already locked it in but now he actually has Ian Hill's old car, the Booger. It's a uh, green fox body. I, I don't know if they call that one a cat's eye. Uh, I'm not big into the fox bodies, to be honest. I know I'll probably get a lot of hate from that. but So he's got the Booger now from Ian Hill. That car, it's got a good chassis. I mean, that car's set up to fucking run fast. Ian Hill went out to uh, lights out last year. That car's been out there. A whole bunch of times. I think that he, I could be mistaken. You know, maybe somebody can hop on here and correct me. But I think that car ran four thirties or something like that. Or I don't know what the fuck he got got it to running on a radial. But um, I'm pretty sure when Ian had that car too, he was just running a small block single turbo in that thing too. So now he tran or sorry Waji he transplanted the four V motor into that thing. And he went down, he raced uh, lights out this year. He didn't do too well, but that that's what happens. Canada, it sucks, right? We uh, we have half the year of winter. So, fuck, you, you throw something together over the winter, you can't really test it. You can dyno it and shit like that. But 
You go down to a place like that, fuck, you don't know what's going to happen. You get all the way down to Georgia, you start making test hits on the car, certain shit's not working right, but, um... I talked to Wadji, and he said that the car's making probably a good 500 horsepower more, and he's got a good chassis now. That car will fucking get down, and that, that car will go fast. But the problem with a guy like that, I also messaged him, and he said that he could only fit a uh, 29105W. On an asphalt road, I'm not talking shit, but that's, that's not doing nothing. You don't want to go down to these guys, and you don't want to give them a donation. You don't want to go on TV and only try and race for 300 American or something fucking stupid like the Ontario Street Outlaws did. Because you know you got a small tire car and it's basically a donation going against a fucking, you, you know, big tire Camaro, something like that. It's, it, it's fucking hard. You're basically giving money away. So we're, we're trying to stay away from that. All these guys that we're bringing, they're changing over. They're getting the biggest fucking tires on that they can. And we're going down to run out of their life. We're going down to make a statement for Canada, let these guys know that Canada's got fast shit. I mean, if, if something cool happened out of this, like if we could change the racing landscape in Canada, I mean, that would be ideal. If we come back and we win, say, six out of the ten races, everybody's talking about it on the internet, could you imagine what it would be like doing the right thing? At least maybe I'm hypocritical, but I think it was the right thing what I did talking the shit on the Ontario Street Outlaws and talking to these guys and fucking, you know, o over all this happening now, even though I did some immature shit, now we're getting a race. We're going to Memphis. I feel like the real fast Canadians, I'm not talking shit on the other guys, they're fast too, but certain people need to stay in their lane. And yeah, you, you can fucking message me, you can talk all this shit. Well, it's easy to say when you don't have a car and shit like that. Well, I feel like I understand that much, and I understand the type of money and the type of caliber it comes, or, or it takes to come out and run with these cars. Like, I, I had an SN95 cage car, you know, it probably would have certified for 850 or something. I could have added a few bars, and I, I could have threw in a junkyard fucking LS motor and thought that I had something too, but to come out and then, you, you know, I'm not talking shit on the guys that do it, because, you, you know, I'm... I'm definitely automotive inclined, you know, I've, re I've rebuilt lots of small blocks and stuff like that, um, I've never pit crewed for nobody like that, you know, I've been down to the track, I, I haven't ran the car, you know, I, I understand what it takes in theory, but at the same time, I haven't done it myself, so there, there's a lot of shit that I don't know, and I apologize for, you know, like I said, that I have talked shit, but at least I can fucking come out here and say, you know, like, I'm not... <sighs> I'm not coming out with no fucking stock block, small block, spraying it, you know, a 400 shot and thinking that I'm something running 880s or something like that or a shitty turbo LS deal or something like that. I, I know what it takes to run with these guys. So to sit here and talk shit, well, well yeah, if you're going to sit here and point fingers and um, ask why this 24-year-old guy who's already doing big moves in the fucking ontario drag racing scene and bringing shit back you know racing money for the track doing all that good shit if you're gonna sit here and point fingers and ask well, well why doesn't this could have a forty fifty thousand dollar car why doesn't he have this well i i think i think that's a fucking stupid question i feel like i i do my part as somebody who loves drag racing grew up watching this shit you know had an uncle with badass cars and shit like that fucking you know, growing up around this stuff, everybody had people, you, you know, like, um, I, I had an Uncle Bob, the guy used to drive a fucking Chevelle when I was a young kid, you, you know, you hear all these fucking, um, 
auto stories, right? This guy had a Chevelle. He went out and bought a Crate 400, ripped the whole fucking thing apart, redid the motor, fucking, he, you know, different heads, bore stroked it out, better heads, big cam and shit like that, big-ass stall converter and shit. And, um, like, this guy had such a big cam and shit like that. He, I, I hear people told me that he had to turn up the idle and stuff like that, so it so so the thing wouldn't fucking die out. And this guy at stop signs, the thing would want to fucking rotate tires. The car was fast back in the day. The car probably ran low 10 seconds just on fucking motor in the car. He ended up selling this car to a kid, and the kid fucking wrapped it around the tree. He tried to warn this kid, you know, this is on the street running a 10-second car, and you're not running a slick or, or whatever. You get out fucking around with a car like that. You get yourself in trouble in a hurry, and then you, you know, I, my other uncle Bill, you know, fucking, he's he's got an old old school S10, nice ass truck, 350 small block, fucking, uh, he's got the Cobra Mustang with the Tunnel Ram SVO, 302, cool shit. So when you grow up around shit like this, and then you see your fucking local tracks closing, people not coming to the tracks, you know, the sport's starting to die. Why aren't more people? starting to step up you know i i want to go out i want to volunteer at the track i want to help rebuild the bleachers i want to fucking i want to bring back the sport that i love because it's coming back now you don't want to lose the momentum you don't want to wait a few years to start caring when the street outlaw stuff dies down the no prep kings whatever these opportunities of traveling into the states to go go for these races on tv i think we need to harness what we have now i think we need to go out we need to fucking, we need to do our best, um, go down to Memphis, try and beat these guys as much as we can, fucking bring the money back to Canada, show them what we have, bring some big tire cars down and have fun. Fucking let them eat. So, I guess I, I don't know what else we're going to talk about here, but that's what I want to get off my chest. I want to talk about the Ontario Street Outlaws. Like I said, I know so many people fucking talk shit on that stuff. I hear a lot of big racers, um, you know, they want to come out and then those guys talk like they want to race, but nobody will race for money and shit like that. I understand that, but this is going back to me saying you got to stay in your own fucking lane. Whatever, talk shit to me because I don't have the car to go out and run these guys either. But you can't sit there on your fucking high horse talking about going to street outlaws. You, you know, you got pictures on your Facebook, your profile picture of you being on fucking street outlaws. And then you think you're cool. And then a, a real bad motherfucker, a real outlaw like Jake Blaine calls your fucking bitch ass up. And it's like, all right, let's meet here. Let's fucking race for, you know, I'll even do it for 500 bucks. And I'm driving from the States and that's Canadian and I'm American. You know, the exchange sucks. When you won't even put that shit up. It's fucked up. Like, this is, um, my brother Kenny, he always says this, and I, I think he's smart for saying this. They had the Lancaster no prep event, right? So, um, that was the other year, the Purge no prep, you, you know, good race and shit like that. Some of those Ontario Street Outlaws went down there. So, who was there? Birdman was there. Uh, what is it? Chuck Parker in the 55. Those guys were down there. You guys go into classes. Like I said, I'm not talking shit. You know, you guys go out, do your thing. Racing's fucking great. You know, get people out to the track. Bring your friends. Do all that shit. But when you guys go out there, and there's heavy hitters out there, Jake, Blaine, whoever, you guys won't even challenge those guys to a race, but you'll go race on TV. 
to go give away a bunch of money to only want to bet, you know, 300 bucks, 400 bucks because, you know, you're basically giving it to a fucking charity. Coming out small tire car with a thousand horsepower, even your big tire shit, like, um, I don't know, I, I remember watching the live feeds when you, when you guys fucking went out and you, you rented the track there, and then you guys seen Chief make a pass and nobody had shit to say because you guys knew that you guys were in two separate worlds. And I mean, that's okay. You guys do you, and I don't want to fight with you guys. I want to bring back drag racing in Ontario. We want to do good for the sport, and we want everybody to be happy, get their deals off. Ian Hill, like I said, good guy. Um, he runs the Ontario Grudge War stuff. I, I'm really happy to see this stuff coming back, guys. This is stuff that... Um, I feel like a few years ago... If you looked around for what races were happening and stuff, you know, we had Quebec Rudge Horse shit, you know, we always have Turkey Nationals and all that deal at St. Thomas Raceway and shit like that, but um, as far as, like, grudge racing or coming out small tire stuff, small tire fucking nitrous deals, any of that shit, that shit wasn't even relevant until this stuff started happening. Now this stuff's coming back, um... But like I say, I, I think one of the biggest things, though, is for race promoters. They have to start coming together. Your race is no better than my race. Your race is your work. My race is my work. I'm looking out for the racers. I'm hoping you're looking out for the racers, too. So to sit here and, you know, say dumb shit or, you, you know, I've seen a certain race. I'm not talking names, but... Somebody race or raised the race by $5,000 the purse, so it went from a 10000 race to a $15,000 race the weekend that we're leaving for Memphis Street Outlaws. We're not trying to step on any of your guys' toes. If you're doing a small tire deal, we don't want small tire cars coming anyways. It's shitty because Ian Hill's a good guy, good competitor, so is Waji and sh shit like that, but on a small tire deal, it's not going to happen going down there with those guys. You're gonna be donating money, and then you're gonna go down there, and then you're not gonna wanna, you're not gonna wanna bet a thousand dollars or more on a race, cause you're gonna know you're going against a tire or a fucking car, big block nitrous with a big old fucking balloon tire on it on an asphalt road, and the motherfucker's going down the road, and you, most likely, let let let's tell it as it is, you're, you're probably fucking spinning, and you're not getting down the road. So, like I said, this is where we get the opportunity. It's bigger than all of us. It's not about bringing your buddies. It's not about bringing this guy because you like this guy. It's about bringing the fucking biggest tires, the baddest motherfuckers, who's bringing fucking money and who's going to get down the road. <coughs> yeah, so that's a deal today on what the fuck's the deal. Tell me how you guys like this stuff. Um... I'm going to start coming out. I, I want to start doing a, a live feed every Sunday. What's the deal? We're going to talk to people like Jake Blaine. Like I said, real heavy hitters. And, and these Ontario Street Outlaws, too. I, uh, I'd i like to make a better relationship with them. Some of these guys are cool as fuck. The, the guy with the truck and shit like that. Um, I dig these guys. I, I dig their rides and shit like that. Like I said, just to me, it has to ultimately be about the race and nothing else. Not about bringing buddies. I know you guys didn't have a lot of time, but... At the same time, when they told us two weeks here, a few weeks ago, to come down, in two weeks, I I know we could have brought a list that was still twice as fast as what they brought. 
I know Michael Pavlov was ready, Jake Blaine, you, you know, Tom Smith would have been out, quite a few other guys, but, um, even like Buddy O'Keefe, um, there's a guy when we put on our, uh, grudge race last year, Chris O'Keefe, that guy, uh, he had a 496 cutlass, he came out, that car ran low eights, I think, like almost eight flat, 820, and he won our grudge day steal against Ron Charlton in the twin turbo stock block 351 Windsor Pinot. Now, that that was a fucking cool deal because, to me, those were both blue-collar cars. 496, it's, you know, stock block, board and stroked. You know, he had big old heads on it. He told me, I think he only, I think, um, he told me that he had about 10 grand in the motor. You, you know, so, um, that guy since then, he's upgraded to a 572 and all kinds of wild shit. But, um, not even having guys out there like that that tur turned up are running like 12 to 1400 horsepower on a big tire that are going to make it pass like not even to be able to bring those guys down like those guys i i i fucking love those guys so those guys are cool guys they're fucking good racers but like those types of guys like i'm not trying to offend anybody but we're only considering the best of the best we're not going to go down and have a blowout and bring a bunch of fucking friends on small tires or this or that because it's TV, you know, hey, let's let's rep our shit, wear a bunch of our merch. Not saying that you guys did that. I, I'm not even directing any of this at you guys, but I'm saying to go out to do that shit, to embarrass, to go out to fucking, you know, we, we cannot lose all the races. We, we got to go out and... Um, I, tr I truly believe that we're bringing a team that we could win 10 out of 10 races. I know that's unlikely, and I know other crews have went down there that are super fast with uh, big tire cars, you know, shit like that, and they didn't do that well, you know, maybe only won three out of ten races. But that's the difference. Is I, I truly believe that we have a fucking, you know, like a fighting chance, right? You never know what's going to happen to a fight, you know, fucking, you know, you big guy, he might look scary, fucking, you might knock him down one punch or something like that, right? So it's the... It's the same deal here with racing, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. So we got a good team coming out. We're trying to do the opposite of what the other crew that went out to the fucking street outlaws did. And like I said, no disrespect. I, I hope you guys keep doing what you're doing. I, I hope that your series fucking explodes. Um, you, you know, I know I know you guys have um, a lot more members and shit than our group. And... Um, and no way am I mad about it. I, I'm not bitter that your group blew up bigger than mine or anything like that. I don't pay for any advertising like you guys or anything. I got mad last year. Um, leading up to the talking shit to the Oklahoma guys, um, what really led up to that is um, I was going around and we were trying to get sponsors for our page. Like I said, we're putting on races. We're trying to raise money for the track. I don't fucking get anything from it. I, I don't buy merch. I don't sell merch and make money. I don't do any of that shit. I, I do this shit because I love it more than anything else. So for you to compare me to shit like that when you're fucking paying for advertisement, don't think that I'm stupid. I fucking talk to your some of the sponsors and people that you approach wanting like uh, $1,000 for, for a spot for the season or something like that. A fucking thousand dollars, and then I and then I counted up all the sponsors that you guys had. That amount of money that you guys make off that series. When we ran our fucking grudge race last year, I'm not naming names, but so many people came up to us. We were so unorganized and shit like that because it was our first race. So many people came up to us and said that kicked the shit out of any of those street outlaw race. This is fucking Canadian grudge racing. This is what the fuck it's supposed to be like. We fucking 
We write names on pieces of paper, throw them in a fucking hat, you draw for who, who the fuck you're racing, line the motherfuckers up and let them eat. You know, we do small tire, whatever. We do grudge tire. It's, it's run what the fuck you brung. If you're bringing out a small tire deal to a grudge race and you line up with a big tire car and you're going to fucking cry because he beat you down the track, you're a fucking idiot. Do you, you, you know, know your track, know the prep, know if your fucking car's getting down because small tire car can walk a big tire car any day of the week. Look at radials. I, I know their prep's insane and stuff like that. Big tire car does usually go faster, but it's, it's different issues too, right? You have a big tire car, different issue than a small tire car. So... I don't know, you you have to pick your battles there. But that's the type of shit that made me mad when I found out the amount of money from the sponsors and shit like that and fucking... Well, what happened was we approached a sponsor and the sponsor was good to go with us. He's going to sponsor us. Great shop. Great fucking people. Would have loved to work with these guys because, um, again, I'm not advertising any shit to make any money or anything like that. If I tell you guys, hey... Go check out Lon- <clears throat> sorry. Go go check out Lang Speed and Performance because Ron Lang is fucking one of the best guys you'll ever deal with for fuel management on whatever the fuck you're running. It's because I truly believe it. I bought my carburetor carburetor from Ron Lang. Guy's fucking amazing. Gives good deals. Does carburetors for all types of application. Blow through alcohol. Anything that you fucking need. Dual carb setup. Old school shit. New school shit. He'll build you fucking anything. I don't plug these people to get a kickback or because they sponsor. I don't ask any of our sponsors for money. Like I said, we're sponsored by um, Weber Chassis, great people. They do our trophies for our races. Thank you very much. We we, we don't need any money for you. You, you know, um, if, you, if you guys did really good and you liked what, what we are doing, of course, money definitely helps because, like I said, this stuff comes out of my pocket and I don't make a dime off of it. Like, um... And I don't have a ton of money to do this shit. Like, I put in so much time. You, you know, my wife's always getting mad at me because I'm constantly making race videos, editing shit, putting it together, you know, talking with these people on the phone with Dennis Bailey, calling people in Memphis, calling people here, and this shit isn't for me. I don't have a car. This shit is 100% for you guys. I I mean, fucking... I, I'm not going down there driving. I'm not being on camera. I don't care if I get on camera. Th- this shit's 100% for you guys. For you guys to fucking rock this shit. Go down to Memphis. Have a fucking Memphis barbecue. Take a whole bunch of fucking money home. And that's what we're here to do. We're not here to plug shit. Sell merch. Go on TV for the sake of being TV. We got a fucking team that's going to go down. And if people get down the road... We have a team that could beat them 10 out of 10. I, I truly believe that everybody will say, you know, it'll never happen. You, you know what? It's it's very unlikely. Those guys really have their shit together, and they're very fucking smart racers. <coughs> so to say you're going to win 10 out of 10, I get that. That's super unrealistic. But you need to go down there with that mentality. I made a post the other day about this... Um, all the racers need to come together. If you need help with anything, I don't care if we've never met before. I'll come out if you need a test on asphalt. I'll, whatever the fuck you need, you need me to line you up, pour the fucking water under your tire, straighten you out, watch for cops, whatever. I'm there to help you because you can't go down to a race like this where these guys are like family and they street race all the time 
and come down with a whole bunch of people that don't fucking street race. So even if you're not really a street racer, but you have this car that you know you built last year and shit like that, if you come out and you can make 10, 15 passes on an asphalt road in this next three months, that's fucking nothing. That's five passes a month. You go out, you should be able to make two passes at a spot before it gets fucking hot and you got to get out of there. Depending, you could get to a spot where you could fucking test, make five passes, load it up, go back 